listening to Self Shoots from the Hip Podcast with your host, Joshua Self. Hey, how's it going, everyone? I decided to change things up just a little bit and talk a little bit about a game that I really enjoy playing. It's called Hearthstone. And with me, Legend of the Innkeeper hosts uh, Espo and Vestidius. How you guys doing today? Oh, wow. I wasn't expecting the live studio audience. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to uh, roll out the red carpet for you. I like it. I like it. Hey, we're doing well, doing well. Appreciate the invitation. Yeah, let's um, let's get that invitation. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Dad jokes. Yes. Plenty, plenty. Oh, man. Keep them coming then. Okay. (laughs) So we've got um, a new set on the way. We've got some cars that we've grown to love and grown to hate over the past couple of years or so leaving. And we want to talk a little bit about uh, the rotation for Hearthstone and some of the new things that they decide to roll out. Uh, some of it is against our will, but some of it uh, is probably <laughs> for the best. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we'll start with some of the cars that are uh, rotating away and the next uh, what? Three days or something? Yeah, that's uh, the seventh. So yeah. three days away. Yeah. Um. So I'll, I'll start with uh, you, Espo. Uh, card that you're happy is leaving, and card that you're sad is leaving. We're just kind of round robin it. Okay. Well, um, you know w- when they said they were taking some cards away, and and they do this every once in a while. Um, I was thinking, okay, so we're going to have some cards that, you know, they, they don't agree with or, you know, that, uh, need to be nerfed, but, um, or we're going to break new mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. That we don't but, know about yet, but they, and here's, here's, I'm going to say the reason why I chose mine first and I'll tell you what it is. Um, e- they talked about each class having its own identity and um, how they wanted to kind of make sure they kept that identity in each expansion. So in this kind of rotation out, um, cards going to the Hall of Fame, they took a priest card away. And I'm, I'm kind of happy they did because it, to me, it made sense as far as a World of Warcraft player because um, you could do this in world of warcraft but it but in hearthstone it didn't really it it felt like it was always out of place and that card is the three mana spell shadow form where your hero power becomes deal two damage um and you could play it obviously twice and the second time you play it it changes it to three damage it oftentimes never saw play um and it always and when it did it always felt awkward it was like wow uh, he just played that. Interesting. Or um, why would I put this in my deck? It just doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I understand why it's in the game because you know they the priest in World of Warcraft you can go into shadow form or you can talent into shadow form. Um, but I'm kind of happy this is going into the Hall of Fame 
because most people do play standard and they're trying to make that identity for priest and they're steering away from it. I, I kind of like it. And beside that, you see, uh, I think also Akanai Soul Priest is also going mm -hmm. away. So they're taking that kind of damage uh, or, you know, changing your healing into damage away from the priest a little bit mm -hmm. and concentrating on other routes. And I so happy about Shadow Form leaving. Did you want me to speak on what I'm? Yeah, uh, yeah. If you're sad okay, about Oh, I, it, oh my goodness. Yeah, this brought tears to my eyes. So uh, <laughs> right before, and, and I'm going to be truthful about this, right before we started recording, this Vastidious said, oh, yeah, I know which one I'm going to choose, uh, Whizbang. And I said, wait a second, wait a second. What? I had no idea that Whizbang was rotating out. I thought for certain that he would stay in because Whizbang is, is an amazing card. Um, he uh, he allows you to build a deck with one card, and he is a four mana four five. And what his text is, you start the game with one of Wizbang's wonderful decks. And what he does is he chooses from the current deck recipes. Um, and and what they do is when a new set comes out, they give you popular deck recipes that they think will work and be competitive. So you could play, which I believe Vastidious actually has been doing on ladder recently. Mm -hmm. um, you could play Whizbang deck and be competitive. So um, when the game starts, you get uh, you get a deck from the current, you know, standard meta. And I with I cards you don't own. Yes, and that's keyword. That's amazing. And I've always been a proponent to new player friendly cards, new player friendly experiences. And this card is by far the new player card. If you're a new player, craft this legendary, do whatever you can to get it and get those decks. So to see this rotate out hurts my soul. Now, to be clear, though, also, when we say rotating out, that doesn't mean it's leaving the game permanently. Yes. That means it's moving to a section of the game called wild. It's no longer part of the standard rotation of cards. It's still playable. You still can totally use it in wild. It's just you're going to change over to a different area of the game. And here, here's the thing. So for those of you that do not listen to Legend of the Innkeeper, um, I am not into crafting golden cards. So in Hearthstone, you have regular cards and you have the golden version. They're and much superior. They are not superior at all. They're exactly <laughs> the same. They just have, when you look at the card, they're animated and they have more vibrant colors. Mm-hmm. That comes whiz bang. Well, well, here's the thing with with whiz bang. If you craft him in gold, he's gonna give you an entirely golden deck. And like Bastidia said earlier, it's cards that you don't have in your collection or that you, you know, haven't put in a deck yet. So you're getting the golden versions of these cards. And as much as I don't craft goldens, I still love them. It, it, this is going into wild, and I'm very sad. Bottom line. What about you, Vasidis? Okay, I, I'll start with sad because I agree completely with Wizbang. That is my go-to card when new expansions launch. And so I will be playing probably in wild when the expansion launches just so I can play with a different variety of cards with these new decks. So sad to see him go off. And I, like I both said, it's a great card for new players to be able to have experience and get access to 
cards that they wouldn't normally see right away before, without crafting or having to go through <clears throat> a process of opening opening decks and collecting new cards. So sad to see that go. Um, this one for happy that's going it may be a little subjective in the Espo you may not agree with me. I'm not sure. We'll see. But I'm gonna go with Shutterwalk. Whoa. Did you not I know was, that was going either? No, I knew it was, but I yeah, yeah. Sh dude, Shutterwalk's awesome. Shutterwalk's awesome. I love the card, but yeah, that ruins games. It does amazing things on the board, and it, it's just very difficult to counter, and it's in a powerful card. It's gone through several iterations of various levels of uh being used a lot but um i'd have to say probably that's one i'm kind of glad to see go away a little bit so for me i think the card that um i'm both happy is leaving and sad uh is zilliacs mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. like i'm sad because i pretty much put him in every deck yep like he's just a staple like why would i not play this card that has uh lifesteal and rush and divine shield um and, so on. and, and then i'm happy he's leaving because everyone else played him in pretty much every deck too and it's like ah like i'm in a good spot oh there's Zilliax. dang it mm -hmm. um so i, I kind of have a love-hate relationship like as when i'm playing him great when my opponent plays it uh not so much like some of the, the priest decks could recur him several times, and now you just have to face this uphill battle of multiple Zilliaxes. That's, that's just no fun. Very true. Yeah. So we've got um, a new set on the way, and let's talk a little bit about uh, you know a few of the cards that we're excited to play with. Um I'll start with you uh, this time, Vesidious. Okay. I have, Espo and I both have this uh, thing with whenever we like to start Tavern Brawls or go through new sets, one of the classes we tend to go to first just to play with it and then goof off with it is Priest. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy Priest. It's not my number one class. Um tend to lean towards hunter mage and warlock in those areas but i love some priests and this expansion has a really really cool card i can't wait to play with because it's nuts the way it kind of comes together and that's soul mirror it's a seven mana legendary spell it says summon copies of enemy minions and they attack their copies mm -hmm. that is crazy especially if your opponent throws out a bunch of death rattle minions or minions that have more attack or less attack than health. So you're going to put a whole board full of these minions on your side of the board too. So what an interesting equalizer. Yeah, I can't wait to play with it. Yeah, that we, we had talked about that card on the podcast and uh, it's, it's interesting for sure. Um, I'm, I'm excited to play that one. Yeah, but you can't take mine. Yeah, I'm, I'm, de I'm definitely not. Do you want me to talk about mine? Because it is, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You should. Okay, so, um, dude, this this card is is amazing. So it is a rogue card. It is a two mana secret called Bamboozle. So the secret is when one of your minions is attacked, it transforms into a random one that costs 
three more. Mm-hmm. So you have a one man a minion out there. Maybe it's a little Murloc, you know, one one Murloc, and they run into into it with one of their minions or their face, and uh, boom, a four mana ogre jumps out. Come on, how awesome is that? <laughs> I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, how could you not be excited about it? So actually, that's probably like the card that I'm most excited to play with. Um, like the the ceiling is seems very high for that card. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. It's it's cool, man. Uh, but I think, um, as an extension of that, the cycle of road cards that care about secrets. Um, I don't know if it'll be enough for me to. Uh, step away from Galakron, but maybe it goes in Galakron. Um, mm. I'm not sure. Galakron's pretty powerful and yeah, takes up a lot of slots in the deck already. So uh, I'm excited to play with that card. I don't know if the secrets and the secret matters cards are enough, but uh, at least we're oh. testing. All right. So were there any other cards or? Um, Series of cards you want to uh, talk about real quick? Well, we got we have uh, with this expansion. It's it's interesting because we see the first time ever in Hearthstone a new hero. Yeah, that's a pretty big in. deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you get a whole class set of cards yeah. with that, which is um, very unique and obviously very new. We, uh, we've never seen this before, so <clears throat> you're getting a whole set of class cards with this. So I'm excited for all of them. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing. We've got a chance to play with them a little bit in this uh, prologue right. leading up to the release, and uh, you play as Illidan. Really cool stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited for the, for the uh, Demon Hunter cards. I, I think I am looking forward to um, a slightly different style of gameplay with the Demon Hunter cards because they have these cards that care about their position in your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had, um, what was the mage uh, girl? Uh, the 2-4 that drew a card if it was on the... Yep. Played it from the right. I know exactly what you're talking about. I can picture it, but I can't remember the name. <laughs> it was like yeah. Lumina... Uh, something like that. Anyway, so we we've had um some precedent for caring about where it is in your hand, but not a whole lot. Well, there's also the chess match. Yeah, that was in a Karazhan. Mm-hmm. That was another thing where you had to watch where your locations were. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of excited because some of them seem very powerful, but a few of them seemed almost unplayable if you didn't get the the outcast uh bonus mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see how the cards play out i mean it's a new class and um even once you have the the cards you got from the prologue and from the new set are out it'll still be a little short compared to other classes but we'll, we'll see it, some of the cards seem very very strong yes i have to say playing through that prologue you really do have to think a lot as you're playing that class because you have to, like you said, keeping outcasts in mind and that mechanic and is this on the edge and how do I 
draw a new card and see if I can get rid of that card so that I can make the second card on the outside edge so I get that bonus. Right. It's definitely a challenge. Well, on top of that, speaking of thinking, you have to think of order of operations also um, mm -hmm. with the lifesteal mechanic. So you're using your face to attack a lot with Demon Hunter, um, with the weapons and with the hero power, and obviously with you know these cards like Twin Slice, where it gives your um, hero plus one attack. Um, so with especially with the lifesteal mechanic you're thinking okay am i healing before i'm attacking or am i attacking before i'm healing um and there's a lot of other cards where you have to think a lot obviously with the outcast but um again with lifesteal where okay what's going to happen first am i going to trigger this or am i going to trigger this so uh with demon hunter i think for a while there's going to be a lot of a lot of roping and a lot of thinking going on yeah that supposes uh, it's to be expected, you know, since there's not oh, yeah. any precedent for this, really. Mm -hmm. Um, so we've got a new class, and we have a new progression system. Uh, it's still basically a ladder. Uh, it used to um, you like used to progress through the ladder a little bit differently than you do now. Um. So I just want to see how you guys felt about that. I so far don't really like the new system. Um, it seems like you're locked into playing people at the same caliber as you um, based on your star bonus or whatever. Well, I did read something about that where depending on, well, the first part of the ladder is based on your MMR. Right. And that will happen until you get rid of the bonus stars. And then you'll start playing based on your rank. Okay. And the idea behind that is to get you to the rank where you belong in before you start getting matched up with people who are could potentially be stronger than you are normally mm -hmm. with your MMR. The one thing I do like about it, and I'm not much of a ladder player because I struggle a lot getting my wins to move forward and to be able to get to the next level or uh, floor so to speak yeah with this one with the bonus stars i flew through bronze and it made it really simple for me to get up to silver where it's a little bit more challenging mm -hmm. and all along the way when i hit bronze five i got a little extra bonus that's going to show up in my end of the month chest when i got bronze 10 i got a little bit extra and these thresholds of every five levels you're getting a little more added to your end of the month uh chess is really cool i like the idea the other big thing i did like is that going through bronze if you lost you didn't lose any stars it actually maintains that so for the players who are new or still learning the system they don't get punished in the bronze levels and having to battle wave up and down the ladder you don't have that ability it doesn't show up until you get silver right so it gives you that ability to kind of get into the flow enjoy the advancements and not get punished for doing it so i do like those concepts out of it okay uh any thoughts espo i uh looking at it from a reward perspective and a free-to-play perspective i really like it because there's uh, there's a i feel and maybe they're tricking me um but i feel like there's more rewards in this ladder system um 
the negative is though is that you don't get those rewards till the end of the month. Yeah, but but that's no different than it used to be though. So, um, you know, the, the, however, you do get one reward sooner than you would with the old system, and that's the card back, which is cool. But mm -hmm. uh, you know, those those packs are big for us free to play players. Mm -hmm. um, I I know I didn't mention earlier, but I've went free to play. I no longer put any money into Hearthstone, so I have to grind a little bit for gold and use my gold to buy packs. Right. So so this this system, um, I think I haven't played it enough, but I think it will be a little better for those free to play players. Right. I think the pack protection that they added was also a big boom for free to play players. Um, yes, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just a great idea all around. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So the last thing I want to touch on, um, you know, there's the idea of you know being lucky versus being good, and you know a player can be lucky and defeat you know the best player in the world just because um, you know luck of the draw or the randomness that is inherent in the game. I think that's part of why we play the game because if the better player was going to win every time, you probably re wouldn't want to play this game. Um, how important do you guys feel is luck versus being good? I would say that um, it's probably probably 60-40, 40% being luck. Um, you do have to have some skill, and if you – and Vastidious and I – talked about this at length on a few different times on our podcast where going over the cards thinking about each turn um evaluating the board evaluating your hand and actually thinking about what you possibly could draw with a little bit of luck um will gain you more ranks will gain you more wins mm -hmm. so um being good you know and and, and when I say good, I mean um, thinking about the game, actually paying attention to the game. Right. Because this is a game where you can be on your phone. So you can be traveling somewhere or you could be, you know, sitting in a meeting or you could be, you know, anywhere and play it. So there's some way of you to get distracted from the game. True. So I think being good means, and it doesn't mean being an expert, but it just means paying attention. Um, I think that weighs a lot more than being lucky, although there is some luck that goes into it because you could draw the card you need to do something that would benefit you in the game, or you could draw the card that totally does not benefit you. So there is a little bit of luck. There's a little bit of um, you know, chance, but I'd say it's not as much as paying attention to the game and actually um, attempting to evaluate your best play. Right. Any thoughts? Yeah, I tend to be very lucky. <laughs> uh, my kids will tell you that. Um, I mean, we're at BlizzCon. We're getting our brand new packs, sitting down for breakfast, and I had Espo help me. I just said, give me some luck, dude. And he's like, no, you don't need my luck. And I opened two packs and got two legendaries in those packs. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy. That's my luck. But my skill yeah. is moderate. Um, but the thing is, I think about, we always propone, or at least uh, promote the idea of having fun. Right. Because right. this game, it's, it's a lot of fun, especially playing with friends, especially playing in different 
um, events together. Uh, Battlegrounds. We haven't even mentioned Battlegrounds yet. Battlegrounds is amazingly fun yeah. um, for some people. Some people don't like that type of concept. But I was talking to my daughter earlier today. She told me we just tried Battlegrounds for the first time and her husband is addicted. He's absolutely loving it. So the nice thing about this game is you've got Battlegrounds, you've got Ladder, and you've got Arena and solo player content. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of different things that if you don't enjoy one aspect of it, you may try a different aspect of it. So just another way to look at the game too. For sure, for sure. And uh, thank you guys for coming on and gracing us with your presence. Um, where can people find you? The best place is uh, legendoftheinkeeper.com. That's the website where we have links to all the different pieces we do uh we are also on twitter and each week we record on twitch.com slash loti podcast so you can join us typically thursday nights about 8 p.m eastern time and uh otherwise keep up with us on twitter and we'll let you know if that changes all right uh y'all check out their show it's um very informative and it's hilarious uh it's worth the listen and especially if you're not quite as like hardcore, I think it's really good, you know, for the people that are just um, trying to enjoy the game a bit more. Awesome. We'd like to say we're for the casual player. Yeah. 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 I, I like that a lot. Um, Thanks. It's kind of hard to find resources for people that are not heavily invested in it. Um like if you're not really willing to spend like the, you know, hundred dollars or whatever, uh, each time a right. set comes out and all that, like some people just don't have that available to them. So it's nice to have a resource for people that are, um, a little bit closer to the free to play, if not completely free to play. Yep. We uh, do our best. <laughs> uh, so y'all have a good day. Call at me later. Okay. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Good job, team.